Welcome back to the best whatever. Wait, I can't find my glasses. Has anyone seen them? They're on your head, silly. Oh, oh yeah. Ha, ha. Silly me. That's embarrassing. Thank you for solving the mystery of my missing glasses. Now we can start. Welcome back to the best whatever ever podcast. This is episode six. I am Ira, and I think you know my bosses by now. Spencer and Scarlett. Hi! Hello, listeners! Thank you for solving the mystery of my missing glasses. In this show, we talk about all the stuff that kids find silly or important or super silly... Ah, wait, what's the word I'm looking for? Super silly... Important! Important! Right! Super silly important. Lately, I am always losing stuff. Like the word important, or like my glasses. That were on your head. Yeah, I said thank you. Anyways, do you guys ever lose stuff? Nah, man. No. So what's today's whatever? Um, losing stuff. Kind of, but no. Losing stuff is important, but is it super silly important? I think today's whatever should be a mystery. As in, a mystery story. And you guys already demonstrated to me just how good you are at solving mysteries. You helped me crack the case of my missing glasses. That was on your head. Yeah, thank you for the reminder. Again, today's story is about a kid detective. Her name is Detective Darlene Duharty, and she is trying to solve the mystery of her brother's lost sock. And it's not just any sock. It has pictures of astronaut monkeys floating in space. I mean, those sound like awesome socks, and I can understand how it could be so devastating to lose them. So let's get going. Now, where did I put this script for this story? Ah, I can't find it. Did you check on your head? Oh yeah, here it is. Another mystery solved. I sometimes like to balance pieces of paper on my head. Uh, Don't ask. All right, well, let's get started before I lose anything else. This is the episode called Sock Thief. We hope you like it and keep listening for more. Excited about the story starting, yay! Enjoy the story! The Sock Thief, a mystery story. The name's Dewhardy, Detective Darlene Dewhardy said Darlene Duharty. Um, I know. I am your brother, after all. I've known your name my whole life, said Detective Darlene Duharty's little brother David. Can you help me out or not? David was distressed. He stood in the family's laundry room with his shoulders slumped and fresh tears pooling in his eyes. His favorite sock had gone missing. He held up the other one from the pair, the one that wasn't missing. It was yellow and blue with cartoon pictures of monkey astronauts floating in space. It was the sixth sock that had gone missing that week. And Detective Darlene had a sixth sense for finding things. A sixth sense for finding six socks. Fun fact about the Duharty family, they loved socks and never, ever threw them out. Darlene and David's mom kept bags of old ones in a trunk in the attic. It swelled with socks from their baby years, their toddler years, and from each year after that. 
And now, Darlene was nine and David seven. That was a lot of socks. There's no better place to start an investigation than at the scene of the crime, said Darlene. She pulled out her magnifying glass and examined the inside of the washing machine. Hmm, no clues. It was squeaky clean, which she supposed made sense since that's what washing machines were supposed to do. You know, clean things. Next, she moved on to the dryer. Aha! A clue! She held up a short, loose piece of string between her fingers. The string was fuzzy and yellow and blue, and exactly matched the fabric of the lone monkey astronaut sock. How do you know it's from the missing sock, and not from this one? Asked David, holding up the not missing sock. Darlene looked to the left, she looked to the right, she looked up, and finally she looked down. Because of that, she said, pointing to a trail of fuzzy yellow and blue strings that led out into the living room. Another clue! Hurry, follow that trail! She rushed into the living room, and David followed. The trail led her to the sofa, which was backed up against the wall. Under there, she said. David shook his head. Nuh-uh, I'm not looking under there. David was convinced scary things lurked under that couch. Oh, come on, she said. Do you want to find your sock or not? David shifted uncomfortably and then gulped. I suppose so. But if we see any monsters, I'm out of here. Darlene shined a flashlight and peeked under the sofa. She saw plenty of dust, pennies, a marble, a bunch of plastic green army men, and even a petrified cheese doodle. Yum or yucky? Depends who you ask. On the other side, she saw two holes in the wall. Mouse holes! Help me pull back the sofa, David, she said. They dragged the sofa away from the wall. Darlene leaned down and peeked one eye into the first mouse hole. Excuse me? Is anybody home? Go away! I'm not buying nothing! Said a small squeaky voice from inside the hole. Can't you read the sign? No solicitors! I'm a detective, not a salesperson. The name's Duharty. Detective Darlene Duharty. I didn't do it, said the voice. Do what? Whatever it is you think I did. The animal who belonged to the voice emerged from the hole. It was an angry-looking gray mouse. Darlene held up the monkey astronaut sock. Have you seen the matching one? The mouse shook his head. Why would I ever need a sock? I'm a mouse, for Pete's sake. But since you're a detective, can you help me do something about the smell around here? Smell? asked Darlene. Darlene sniffed the air. <laughs> the mouse was right. It smelled terrible. And kind of familiar. Yeah, lately it's been smelling like stinky feet round these parts. I know I'm a rodent and all, but no one likes the smell of stinky feet. It's coming from there, and I want it to stop, said the mouse who pointed at the neighboring hole in the wall, which was about twice the size of his hole. Why not ask him yourself? The mouse shook his head. No way! Too scary! Scary how? Scary in that he's a monster kind of scary. Suddenly, David's skin drained of color. A monster?
he said, as he ran off, keeping his earlier promise. Darlene realized this was another clue. The only one she knew with stinky feet was her brother. And where you find stinky feet, you can usually find stinky socks. Thank you very much for your help, Mr. Mouse. I'm sorry to have bothered you. The mouse retreated back into his hole. Darlene moved to the other hole. The stinky feet smell was much stronger. Ew! She pinched her nose and took out her magnifying glass. Sure enough, she saw little stray pieces of string. Yellow and blue ones, but other colors too. She knocked on the wall. <coughs> said the voice, which sounded muffled, almost like it was speaking through a big, thick piece of fabric. Dewhardy, Detective Darlene Dewhardy. Whoever, or whatever, was inside the wall didn't answer. I said, Dewhardy, Detective Darlene Dewhardy. Can we talk? Suddenly, a ball of something exploded from the hole and sprinted past her. Darlene was about to turn and go after whatever that was. But first, she decided to look inside the hole. She took out her flashlight and aimed it inside the wall. Whatever she saw took her breath away, partly because the stink was overwhelming. Socks, lots of socks. And they were all chewed up. David tiptoed back into the room. What do you see, Darlene? Before she answered, she wanted to check to see if the monkey astronaut sock was there. <laughs> David would be devastated if it were chewed up too. She flicked the flashlight back and forth and, fortunately, didn't see it, which meant there was still a chance she could find the sock and return it to her brother intact. But she had to act fast. She spun around and noticed a clump of dust on the floor. Like the trail of strings earlier, she followed it until she came to another clump. And then another, and another. It led up the stairs and into David's bedroom. She heard rustling coming from inside his laundry hamper. Darlene quietly moved to the hamper, hoping to surprise the sock thief. The creature leapt from the hamper like a jack-in-the-box and landed in front of her. Darlene now saw what it was. A dust bunny. It was made entirely of dust, except for two buck teeth. Of course, thought Darlene. Every house has at least one dust bunny. They like to hide under couches and tables and all the corners where people forget to dust and vacuum. This dust bunny clutched something in its fuzzy arms. It was... The monkey astronaut sock! <laughs> You're busted, bunny. Drop that sock. The bunny shook its head. <laughs> said the dust bunny, again sounding like it was speaking through fabric, which made sense since its mouth was made entirely of dust. He bounced off the floor, onto David's bed, and then out of the room. Darlene took off after it. It boinged down the hall and back down the stairs. It darted back under the couch and into his hole. That's when Darlene got an idea. She ran to the closet and grabbed a handheld vacuum cleaner. This bunny's about to get dusted. Outside the dust bunny's hole, she called out. Last chance, surrender our socks, bunny, or I'll bust dust you out of there. The bunny didn't answer. Darlene heard chewing and gnawing. Oh no, David's sock. She flicked on the vacuum. 
pressed it against the hole and... It sucked the dust bunny inside the vacuum's clear plastic canister. The sock stuck to the vacuum's mouth. David ran over and grabbed his beloved monkey astronaut sock. He examined it. Fortunately, it was still intact. Darlene looked at the bunny squirming inside the canister. And suddenly, she felt kind of sorry for him. He was only hungry after all. And she guessed he only ate socks. That's when she got another idea. I think I have a solution that will make you happy, Mr. Dust Bunny. And will save our socks. Later that day, Darlene and David visited the Dust Bunny in the attic. David wore his monkey astronaut socks. And the bunny purred as it took in the all-you-can-eat buffet of old, outgrown socks from their baby years, their toddler years, and from each year after that. Darlene smiled, satisfied at solving yet another mystery. Case closed. Oh, and whatever happened to the mouse? Well, at first he was really happy. The smell of old stinky socks was no longer a problem. At least until the family of stink bugs moved into the now vacant hole in the wall next door. Ew! Stinky! Yay! Mystery solved and case closed. You know, dust bunnies are real. And if you guys don't start keeping your rooms clean, we're going to be infested with them. Our rooms are Our clean. Our rooms are clean. Um, if you call a dumpster clean, then I guess you're right. You're this close to being fired. Don't test us, Ira. Yeah, Ira. Okay, okay. Guess what? I have a surprise for you guys. What? What? Next episode's whatever is Halloween. Yay, I love Halloween stories. But I hope it's not creepy like the Pinky Promise story. You know, um, where you told the story about um, a pinky falling off. Oh yeah, episode two, The Curse of the Pinky Promise Pinky. That was more funny than creepy, I think. And I have the fan mail to prove it. But yeah, that would have made an awesome Halloween-themed episode. Maybe go back and listen to it for Halloween. So in addition to doing that, the next episode is an actual Halloween story. But you know what? It's not scary at all. Seriously, I know you don't believe me, but it's true. It's actually about an ape who escapes from the zoo and accidentally stumbles on an awesome Halloween block party. It's fun and full of candies and bananas. Oh, I love bananas. All right. Well, in the meantime, please have your parents send us any art inspired by any of our whatevers to bestwhateverever at gmail.com or tag us on Instagram at bestwhateverever or visit us at thebestwhateverever.com. Thebestwhateverever.com. All other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Until next time, best whatever ever. Bye. Best whatever ever. Next. Until next time, best whatever ever. Bye. Thank you. Today's story was written, produced, and edited by me, Ira Singerman, with help from Spencer and Scarlett. If you want to support the show, please subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
and feel free to email me with any feedback at bestwhateverever at gmail.com. And I'll put all other information in the show notes. So check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Until next time, this has been the Best Whatever Ever podcast. Bye, everybody.